This is Monday Morning Meditations number 51 on the Rising Man Podcast with Jetty Azuma. Mask off. Good morning, risers. Welcome back to Monday Morning Meditations on the Rising Man Podcast. I'm your host and creator of the show, Jetty Azuma blessed to share with you my greatest personal insights and reflections at the top of every week. But before we dive in, let me remind you to join our Rising Man Fire Circle Mastermind. I would be lost if it weren't for having a circle of men to hold me accountable, to hold my feet to the fire and to call me forward whenever I'm playing small ball. And here's your opportunity to be a part of ours. Head over to patreon.com slash rising man. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n.com slash rising man to sign up and get access to our private Facebook group, support from myself and the rest of my power squad, and connect to over a dozen brothers from all over the world. Join us today. Without further ado, the topic for today's Monday morning meditation, I broke my commitment. I broke a commitment. I gave up my word and failed to back it up. Clear, simple, and painful. Truth be told, this has been one of the most challenging weeks of my adult life. Now, before you start wondering what happened, nobody died. My marriage is still intact. My health and the health of my loved ones is just fine. In fact, nobody outside of my inner circle would even know This week has been challenging for me unless I decided to share it here with all of you. So let me start with why I decided to share this. First of all, who am I if I speak differently in public than the way I act behind the curtains? Who would I be if I didn't share with all of you the things that I go through and the things that challenge me in my life? What does that do to the power and the strength of my message if I'm speaking one way and behaving another behind the scenes? Integrity and honor are my highest values. My definition of honor is doing the right thing even when no one is watching. So given my mantle as a podcaster and my mission to empower men, it felt dishonorable to hide this part of my life and my journey. Even though I didn't have to share it with anybody. Like I said, nobody died. But... It felt out of integrity if I were not to share it with y'all. Beyond honor and integrity, the nature of who I am as a man compels me to share this. Those who know me best know that I'm willing to receive a harsh mirror for the sake of discovery, for my own discovery, so that I may learn something about myself or my way of being that will empower me to become a better version of me. And when my personal discoveries benefit others as well, I see it as the highest gift and I would happily walk through any of my own fires if it meant that my experience could benefit someone else. No doubt, commitments and integrity are critical for us men. They are built into the fabric of who we are. It's one of the greatest things that we do is to give our word and to back it up with action. So appreciating the fallout for broken commitments, lapses in integrity is equally as important as keeping them. I decided that the details of how, when, and where I broke my word are inconsequential. I even thought to myself that sharing that would leave all of you to decide how big of a violation it was. 
maybe even to ask yourself, would I have made that same choice when really that's not even the point? It's not the point. The details don't really matter here. Regardless of the circumstances, the facts are simple. A commitment was made. A commitment was broken. If we put our word on a scale or spectrum, we've lost the power behind it from the beginning. Yes, the power of our word lies in our ability to treat a commitment to be loyal in our marriage exactly the same as a commitment to take out the garbage tonight. Walking the talk every time to the best of my ability. Commitments work best when we simplify them, when we don't put them on the spectrum or the scale, when we don't make one commitment more important than the other, when we don't make commitments that conflict with each other. That was also a lesson that I learned. And so let me start talking about the fallout and the impact of this broken commitment for me for a minute, because I'm not joking. This has been one of the most challenging weeks of my life because of how highly I hold my word, my integrity, and my sense of commitment. As I mentioned earlier, there were no catastrophic repercussions of breaking my word, at least none that would be considered catastrophic on the surface to most people. However, it felt just as heavy as if I'd lost a loved one or had my heart broken. It showed me that yes, I am human and that I am not yet the man that I intend to be. It revealed areas in my life where my word is negotiable, where I will sell out my commitment for the sake of something else. It brought my character into question, most of all internally within myself, questioning myself because of an incongruence of values and actions, things that just weren't lining up with what I say I value and the way I held them. And think of it this way. Two episodes ago, I was talking about being men of our word. I spoke all about the importance of commitment, backing up what we say with what we do. And yet here I am sharing with all of you that this week I was not that man. Imagine how it feels to reveal that I've broken a commitment after so recently speaking about this. It's painful. It sucks. And... I'm honored to do it so that all of us can appreciate just how important commitment, honor, and integrity truly are. Of course, there is so much to learn here, so many lessons that I've gotten this week, many of which I won't be speaking about here because this is meant to be about commitment and being our word. I've also alluded to a lot of those lessons already, but here's a synopsis of some of my greatest insights so far from this week. Number one, values mean nothing until they are tested under the highest heat. To say that we are men of integrity, to say that we are defenders and protectors of the weak and the feeble, we are guardians of the sacred, means nothing until we're actually tested under real circumstances. A lot of us would call that lip service, paying lip service to the men that we want to be versus the men who we really show up when rubber meets the road. So this is an important reflection. It's good to have values, but values are much more than what we write down on paper. They're how we live our lives, especially under the most challenging and most trying of circumstances. That was number one. Number two, the depth of the pain we feel as a result of my own actions, that I feel as a result of my own actions, is a direct reflection of how much I care. The fact that this bothered me so much, and like I said, nobody died, my, you know, my marriage is fine, my health is fine, nothing catastrophic is happening. But the fact that it broke me down, 
that it threw me off my course as a man this week tells me how much it really matters for me to be a man of my word to the point where I will make sure it never happens again. Do everything in my power to be my word 100% of the time because of how devastating it was for me personally not to be that man this week. The level of the pain I felt informed me of how much it really matters. And if there's a silver lining to all of this, it's that I learned how much that really matters to me, how important it is. If I didn't already know, I definitely know now. So that's number two. Number three, playing not to lose is not winning. And avoiding failure is not succeeding. It's a big thing I've been doing in my life because I looked at this and I said, wow, I haven't experienced this sense of failure, of coming up short, of not backing up what I said I would do with what I actually did. I haven't felt that many times in my adult life. And I've talked about this before. I've got a streak of perfectionism of always trying to color inside the line, stay inside bounds so that I don't get busted. So I don't have to experience the pain of breakdown. But avoiding those failures is not actually succeeding. In fact, those failures, those falls are what give us the strength we need to rise up again. I've heard that a lot of times. I've heard a lot of people say that. You have to fail in order to succeed. But I realized and appreciated this week just how much I've been avoiding that failure. And it made me wonder how many of us out there are really avoiding failure because of how scared we are of it. The fear of failure. Everybody talks about it in this realm these days. But when you really look at it, how much are we avoiding experiencing failure because of the pain that it has temporarily and missing out on the benefits it has long term? That was number three. Number four, the greatest lessons are learned in the hardest falls. That's very similar to the last one that I said, but really, really recognizing how much wiser we become when we fall hard. I think about my son. This was his first week at gymnastics camp, and he definitely had some falls. He definitely had some challenges, not even just physical, just the emotional challenge of being in a new environment with new people and new unfamiliar territory. To have that type of fall, to experience the type of fall that I experienced this week has given me some of the greatest insight and given me so much more to give back. It's given me inspiration for an entire podcast episode. Here we go, right? So the greatest lessons happen just after the hardest falls. That was four. And last but not least, five, I can't make anyone else happy, let alone everyone. So my own happiness resides in being who I say I am. As long as I back up who I say I am with how I show up, I'm a happy man. And when I let go of making anybody else happy with my actions, it's very simple. I be who I say, and I back it up with what I do. And that has been the key to happiness for me. The key to happiness, just being who I say I am and letting go of trying to make anybody else happy, trying to manage anybody else's emotions, because that we know is a game that is destined to fail, is trying to make other people happy. So if you're a basketball fan, you know that the Golden State Warriors went down at the hands of the Toronto Raptors last week. Shout out to Toronto World Champs. Go Canada. But, you know, I've been following this. I'm not a, I'm not a big basketball aficionado, but the NBA playoffs were incredible this year. After the game, during post-game interviews, the heartbeat 
of the Warriors, Steph Curry, was reflecting on reaching the top of the mountain only to fall short. He was asked about how he and his team find it within themselves to rebound and come back strong the following season. And his his response was, was so good. And that's why I had to mention it here. It was so appropriate for what I've been experiencing this week. His response was that it's it's always tough to be on the losing side, but that winning is easy. Losing, failure, has the power to be a more motivating feeling than winning. Failing has the power to motivate us more than winning does. Because winning is easy. It's easy to put on the hat and raise the trophy. That's a good feeling. But to sit there and watch somebody else raise the trophy, to experience the pain of breaking my word and my commitment this week, I tell you what, I've been more motivated and on fire this week than I've been in a long time. So let us not forget that our failures can be more motivating than anything else we experience in our lives. It's a strong reminder to relish the failures, to relish the falls, the shortcomings when they come. Instead of just wishing them away, trying to move past it, move on to the next thing. But pausing to appreciate the feeling, allowing it to make an imprint so that we never forget what failure feels like and thus allow it to keep serving us for an entire lifetime. Making commitments and keeping them is a practice, my friends, and practice like this requires a team, a community, a band of brothers to hold each other accountable. So I invite you to join myself and the other rising men inside of our rising man fire circle. We've got monthly calls, weekly drop-ins, daily support from the whole rising man team. You can sign up by supporting us on patreon.com slash rising man. Our fall lineup of men's initiations is coming up. So keep your eyes, ears, and calendars open because the fall is going to be hot. Promise you guys, we got big things coming in this fall. So stay tuned for that. Please subscribe to the podcast on the podcast app of your choice. Please also leave us reviews, comments, feedback, five-star ratings if you feel we deserve it. Let us know your biggest takeaways from each episode. Your biggest takeaways from the Rising Man message as a whole because it helps to inform what we're doing and helps give us a little bit of juice for getting this stuff out there every week. It really helps. It really it makes me feel good. It makes me feel good to see men out there interacting with what we're putting out as a rising man team. So please keep that coming. We really appreciate it. Not only that, it helps us to keep spreading the message and to keep rising the charts like we have been. So please do your part. Rate us, review us, share us with your friends. Appreciate y'all. Big ups to my rising man power team. Sean Offenbach at Infinite Melodics on Instagram. Rowan Tyne at Rowan Tyne on Instagram. Mark Rose, Julian Subic, rounding it out. I appreciate you guys so much. And every single one of you out there tuning in every week to the rising man. Until next time, rise up and claim your destiny. Rise up.